everyone, and welcome to Balanced Bites, a podcast where we talk about everything food and nutrition. I'm your host, Gabby, and I have my colleague, Allie, with me today. Allie is a pediatric dietitian, and today we're going to talk about picky eating. Hi, Allie. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, Gabby. Thank you for having me. As Gabby said, I am a pediatric dietitian and have been for about 10 years now. I started off as a clinical dietitian at a hospital in Ontario and moved to Nova Scotia in 2012 to take a position in pediatrics. That's great. Thanks. Allie works mostly with children under the age of five, so that's why I asked her to be a guest on this episode as we talk about picky eating in preschool-aged kids. This is a topic we've had a lot of requests for. A lot of parents struggle with their little ones when they decide they only want to eat mac and cheese or refuse to touch anything green. Hopefully, what we discuss today will relieve some of that stress and get you to rethink picky eating. Yes, I see a lot of this in my role as well, and when I meet with parents, I can see just how worried they are and how badly they want to fix it. They're often quite surprised at some of the suggestions I make, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of feedback we get from this episode. I can't wait. So, let's get to the good stuff. We're going to tackle a few questions from some parents. I reached out to a few listeners that requested this topic and asked if they would like to join us for this recording. First up is Allison. Hi Gabby and Allie, love the show. I have a four-year-old son and he's so picky about what he eats and never wants to try anything new. We've been making two meals just to keep the peace, but I'd love it if we could just eat the same meals. Do you have any advice on getting him to try new foods? I always like to remind parents that at mealtimes, they're the ones responsible for which foods their children are offered to eat, when food is served, and where food is served. But it's the child's responsibility to decide if they'll eat and how much they'll eat. Our challenge becomes how to create an environment that encourages the child to explore new foods and develop healthy eating habits. One of the ways we can do this is through modeling, and preparing one meal for the whole family to eat together is a great start. Eating with the family provides the child with a pleasurable social experience and the opportunity to learn by imitation. You might need to adjust the size or texture of the food so it's appropriate for your child, but seeing you or their siblings enjoying the same food that is on their plate can help pique their interest to try something new. Another way to encourage a child to try new foods is to start small and serve more food according to their appetite. Small portions of new foods may be less intimidating when served with familiar foods. And if they finish everything on the plate, you can always add more. We also want to make sure we are listening to the child about their hunger levels and not forcing them to eat more or punishing them for not eating. Mealtimes should be about creating positive food experiences and children who want to be independent won't eat more if they feel pressured. You can offer food again at the next scheduled meal or snack time. If they're hungry from not eating enough earlier, it's unlikely the next meal will be refused. And finally, remember it can take 10 to 15 times for your child to try a food and enjoy it. Keep offering these foods at different meals or using different recipes to encourage your child to try them. Thanks so much for your insights on that question, Allie. On to our next question for today. Hi, Gabby and Allie. Thanks for having me on your show. I have a three-year-old daughter who is so selective about what she eats that some days she doesn't even eat her dinner at all. When she asks for a snack in the evening, I offer her unfinished meal. I'm often met with a tantrum. So, my question is, when should I worry about her picky eating? Can my daughter harm herself by refusing to eat? I'm so glad you brought this up because this is a very common question. 
Some picky eaters eat very small amounts of food, others refuse certain types of foods, and others still refuse to eat anything new to them. Many young children have combinations of these patterns of picky eating as well. While there is a chance that children who refuse to eat new foods or specific types of foods could end up with a nutrient deficiency, using the techniques I outlined to answer our first question should help you and your child gain confidence and work to manage these normal eating behaviors. Picky eaters who tend to only eat small amounts of food, though, may be at a higher risk of being underweight or short for their age, which may lead to more serious health concerns. Your doctor or dietitian should help you track your child's growth to ensure that they are healthy size for their age. What's important to note here is that a healthy child will not starve themselves to the point of harm. It's completely normal that your child's appetite is low at times. Eventually, your child will get hungry enough to eat, and you now have some more tools to help encourage and support them through mealtimes. Thank you so much for those great responses, Allie. I can see what you meant earlier when you said that parents are often surprised to hear some of the things that you tell them. It's quite a big shift in mindset to go from focusing on just getting your child to eat something to focusing on creating a positive mealtime experience instead. And I didn't know that it could take 10 to 15 exposures for a child to try something and like it. That seems like a lot. It does, doesn't it? I think it's easy to give up hope before you even hit five exposures. Absolutely. I also really like how you pointed out that caregivers and children have responsibilities at mealtimes. By allowing children to take on some of the mealtime responsibilities, we support them in building their own relationship with food. And this can also help caregivers realize that there are things they can control and things they can't. And I think that can relieve part of the stress parents may feel at the dinner table. It's a win-win. I agree. That last part was really great too. I think it's helpful to remind ourselves that fluctuations in appetite are normal. It's hard not to worry when your child is eating less than you think they should, but when we let them listen to their own bodies, they'll actually, actually do a pretty good job at responding appropriately. They will. But of course, if your gut is telling you that something's off or you need reassurance, don't hesitate to check in with a healthcare professional. Thanks for tuning into our podcast, everyone, and hope you can make it next week for our next episode of Balanced Bites.